This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week. The Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Uh, this is the moment where I try and say hello and we all try and get, you know, upbeat and all the rest of it. And But then, you know, when we're talking about Sheffield Wednesday Podcast, uh, there's absolute sod all to talk about. So uh, thanks for a lot of joining us. See you later. Uh, have a good night. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, good afternoon, uh, evening, and welcome to... Um, to the Wednesday week, uh, like I say, it's the international break, so there's not a lot going on apart from uh, you know a bit of striker chat. We can talk about the upcoming games coming up, but of course, I've got to introduce you this week to my weekers. And uh, first on the line, I'll go around the list. Uh, Simon, old man, hello, hello. old man Simon, the, the old man <laughs> of the group. Oh, how you doing? You all right? <laughs> You all right? You got some biscuits on? Have you got merger uh, on for a bad flight I'm about to have some, my other arse about to bring me some ginger cake in, actually. It's <laughs> rock and roll on the Oval in North Anston. <laughs> <laughs> ginger cake. Wow. Ginger cake. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, as per usual, when I'm presenting, we have to go down the route of true or false. So uh, I'm going to hit you with this bad boy. Are you ready? I'm going to chuck yeah. a stat in on this one as well. So, you know, it, it just elongates the process a little bit. So, um, <laughs> Simon. Simon. Yes. With, with Sheffield Wednesday being second bottom in the fair play table, that's true, by the way. We are uh, second worst in terms of, uh, you know, how bad we are. Good. Uh, with Sheffield Wednesday being second bottom in the fair play table, are Sheffield Wednesday so dirty they're like one of them birds you'd find outside Club Wow in 1999? Oh, absolutely true. They, it is true. Yeah, well done. You've done really well. Thanks for him. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Okay. Also, uh, the, you know, the uh, do I call you the Queen or the Princess Vic? Which one do you prefer of, of Sheffield Wednesday podcasting world? Do I just call you the OG Femme? Femme fam? <laughs> what, what do you fancy? Uh, probably, probably. I'd like to um, probably hold the crown of most hated woman in the podcast world because I think I, I apparently am. So I'll I'll live with it. No, that, fine. I, can, I can give I can give you that bit, but that goes to Eddie. So you know, I'm <laughs> uh, have to come up with someone else. So <laughs> uh, Fudge, before so, before you ask me my question, I've got something that I want to say, and I'm quite oh, I'm God. quite serious about this. Um, so okay. if you mind, just giving me a minute uh, for the few years now, someone who I trusted to follow me on my personal social media has been consistently informing the Sheffield Star newspaper of my private posts and stories. There's been a lot of information given about me, my friends and my family, all without my permission or knowledge. To try and prove this, I came up with an idea. I blocked everyone from viewing my Instagram stories except one account. And those on my private account must have wondered where I was because I wasn't posting anything. 
Over the last five months, I've posted a series of fake stories to see if they made their way into the star. And you know what? They did. The story about my nan opening Morrison's in Ecclesfield. The story about me returning to TV on Dancing on Ice. And then the story about my basement flooding in my new house. I mean, it's been tough keeping it to myself. And I've not made any comment about it, especially when the stories have been leaked. However, I had to. Now I know for certain which account slash individual it's from. I've saved and screenshotted all of the original stories, which clearly show just one person has viewed them. It's Dom Housen's account. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Oh, this is going to yes. be a somber affair tonight, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't seen any of them. I hadn't seen any of them, Vic, because you have to pay every time you go on the Sheffield Star on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you do. Unless you go, you go in incognito <laughs> mode, their whole paywall system is absolutely flawed. So there you go. That's ah, really? oh, That's one tip to floor Johnson. Cheers for that, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> Top so, tip. So, so, Vic, if I wanted to view, uh, you know, a list of the best Sheffield Wednesday kits of the last 15 years or you know, who was the biggest flop and where are they now? I just have to go into incognito mode. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, oh, Dom's, gonna, Dom's gonna hate me for that. Where's yeah, he's like, not like he dooming him <laughs> about my Instagram? <laughs> people are gonna think you, people are gonna think you were you you know, you you were being serious there and people are gonna be like, What are you doing stalking Vic for? You know what I mean? And all that. It's gonna, it's gonna, get, gonna get online abuse. I deserve I do it. actually. Uh, on a side note, I do actually have a, a private Instagram account, right? That, uh, uh, well, I mean, it's not that private. You're on it, but there's one person who literally views all of my stories, and they have no pictures on their account called Matty the Owl. So whoever the hell you are, Matty, sort your account out or stop stalking because it's just a bit weird. Yeah, they are Matty. Come on, send the nudes or sure up. No, you know what I mean. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Not a voyeur system here. Speaking of Instagram, actually, I've just seen something today. It's quite exciting. Jennifer Aniston's joined the party, and uh, she's just tweeted a picture of um, all of the Friends cast, uh, all in their current form now, all together around one of them's house. Uh, that, that got me really excited, because you know what we're like on this show. We love the bloody 90s. Anyway, Vic, true or false? You see your segue there? That's yeah. good, wasn't it? <laughs> Vic. Is there, is there a fact or have I just got to guess? Like, uh, yeah, true or false? Um, <laughs> Barry Bannon's hair is so thin, even supermodels are jealous of it. <laughs> I would say that that's false now. No, it's true. You fucked it. I, oh. I, I, I can't believe it. Can't believe it. No, every, you know, surely, Vic, you've heard this show enough times to know that true is just right every time. To me, you can, you know, why, why would I come out with false facts? Supermodels are jealous of like Barry Bannon's hair. Of course they bloody are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, he, he had it done in the summer uh, and he's losing it at such a rate, he's managed to have it done, put back in and lose it again. So uh, so that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, but he's just that's... become a dad, hasn't he? I think most parents can sort of sympathise <laughs> with him on that respect. I, I remember I remember Ash used to have a ponytail. Then <laughs> 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 you had kids. All right. Uh, Ash, are you all right, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks, Dan. Not bad, not bad. Um, yeah, what what you been up to? How's uh, how's you know, how's the family and that? You all right? Yeah, they're not bad. They're uh, uh, locked under the cupboard and stairs, Harry Potter style. So oh, I've got about the hours hours piece, you know. 
<laughs> anyway, that's a joke before anyone starts. Yeah, I know, I know how, I know how snowflakes work in these days, but yeah, no, yeah, that's no it. they're all that's good. It. They're all good, Dan. They're all good. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Have you, uh, has Rebecca Vardy been following them or anything, or are they all right? <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's, um, yeah, she's done herself proud there, aren't she? I bet Jamie's yeah. ecstatic on that one. Jesus, <laughs> Jamie Vardy's having a party. She'll sell it to the sun. What goes on at there, won't she? Yeah, That's yeah, what's, yeah. Uh... Chat shit, you get banged, Rebecca. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, that's that's the one. She's, uh, yeah, she's uh, not covered herself in glory with the, the wag fraternity, the higher echelons of the Roonies and such like. Yeah, she's... Uh... I'll tell, tell you what's but really the, weird. But... Go on. Go on, sorry. Is it, I, I don't know if you're going to say this or what, but what I found really weird is it's like, obviously I've never sold the story, a story to the sun. Because obviously, Dan, you know I'd make a couple of quid off some stories of you. Yeah. But how much do the Sun actually pay? Because what's Vardy on? 150 grand a week? It's <laughs> not, is it It's not money? about that, though, is it? It's oh. not about that. For, well, don't get me started on it. Oh, but no. I can tell you <laughs> that there are certain agencies that will buy videos, like the one of my nan opening Morrison's, and we were offered a hefty, hefty sum. So, like, a five-figure sum for that. Wow. Um, wow. Where are you going on purely holiday? Purely because we'd said, well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's my nan said, absolutely not the Sun or the Daily Mail. And this agency works for both of them. So we were like, no. Yes. <laughs> Love your nan already. Brilliant. Well, uh, you know, that, that's effed up your inheritance, dear Vic, can it? I mean, come on. <laughs> Pretty much. And now she won't even buy my bloody sofa. I need a new sofa. I thought nan will have my old one. Ten grand. Yeah. I could have had ten. <laughs> So, it's, so you reckon it's Rebecca Vardy? It's all about her trying to get one up and, and having the in, 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 yeah insider knowledge of all these celebrity I, footballers. Uh, I couldn't and possibly comment on my personal <laughs> views on Rebecca Vardy. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some of them. Yeah, as well. yeah I've got some, I've, I've got some views, but I can't describe them on the on the airways. Ash, Ash. Yes. I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, Julian, but true or false? Julian Berner is so German, he's got a big shiny helmet. <laughs> is that is that is that one for Rebecca Vardy? Uh, was, was she, <laughs> she was the one that told me about. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, he lo- he looks the type to polish his helmet and keep it nice and clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. I'd say yeah. I think that's true. I think that's true. Shot in the dark. It is true, that, actually. Oh. Mate. You've, you've done really well. Yeah, you've, you, you, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're going to do with prize money. But uh, you could buy Vic Setti. All right. So, <laughs> like I said at the uh, at the top of the show, there's uh, there's notes to talk about. So, uh, you know, Luongo scored against uh, Wigan. We had a 1-0 win. That was, it seems, ages ago now, doesn't it? And um, we're now in the international break. And, uh, you know, our, t- our two big... Two big foreign superstars were in action. We'll get to that later on. But coming up on uh, Friday, it's Tuesday night. We're recording that now. Um, we've got Cardiff City. That's coming up. So uh, let's do a proper, you know, a proper in-depth what's going on at Cardiff. Like, well, you know, what's it going to be like? So, Simon, I'll come to you first. Um, wow, it's all right, mate. Now, <laughs> obviously, uh, we've got two faces for each team that we're going to be very familiar with. You've got uh, Colin in charge of the uh, the, the Bluebirds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got Kadeem Harris. We're taking him back to his old stomping ground. I mean, how do you think we're going to fare? 
<clears throat> well, obviously, I had a quick look at the where the league, where they sat. They sat below us. Um, they've been stuttering, a lot of draws. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know, mate. Um, this is a team we should be beating, but they're a team that have just come down from the Premiership. Colin always brings that extra spice, doesn't he, when it comes to Hillsborough? And I know Vic has got a bit of a soft spot for Colin. Um, when I've listened to the past, she's always like that. I just think he's he's old school, and he? he's a pantomime he is, he villain without school. any eyebrows. He's lovely. <laughs> he's just an arsehole. How's that happened? I don't How's know. that happened? How, how has he lost those eyebrows? <laughs> you know, some rugby like players, they don't have eyebrows because they put those black head guards on and stuff. I, is he just, you know, is he spend a lot of time sleeping on his face? <laughs> I, I he needs to ring up Stephen Fletcher, Stephen Fletcher and Barry Bannon and get some transplanted on, doesn't it? I've got plenty. I have to pluck mine every day. <laughs> just, just, oh, well, normally when you get older, they get really hairy. They're like <laughs> yeah, Dennis Finley, exactly. you know. You know, but he's Trans- gone. From his it's... nose to his eyebrows. Oh, if, you've, uh, if you've just joined us, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eyebrow Chat. Yeah, what available about... uh, on... <laughs> what about drawing them on? You know, like those, like... I don't know. Christ, to 21-year-old lasses now that have the thick... Like, someone's gone over with a massive Sharpie. You know, one of them white thing. I have to draw mine on, but that's because I'm ginger. <laughs> but I could teach Neil a thing or two about eyebrows. I could. So, it's, Colin, if you're listening. Eyebrows, uh, eyebrows seem to be the issue of where they actually put in them, I've noticed recently, because not necessarily are they where the eyebrows go. From young girls that I've seen Maybe wandering around. It. Maybe he's Kiddington. dropped them and they're on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's <laughs> nipple. Oh, oh no, you went there. I don't want to think about no, Colin's you nipple. You went there. <laughs> no. All right, so, so, so I'm just going to leave f- and wipe, get a ton of bleach and all the stuff because that just that's just something I just want to get out of my head now. Thank you very much for that. Brilliant, brilliant. You can't unhear something. Anyway, let's talk about bloody football for the love of Christ Himself now. We've been talking about uh, about the players and faces all of it. Um, there was an article in the Starvic. I don't know if you saw it uh, last week about uh, how our new signings. Uh... <laughs> was it about Manano putting Morris? Yeah, th- yeah, that was uh, yeah, last week, not, not, the week, not the week before. The um, about about our signings and, and they've been given a um, <laughs> a rating like a. Uh, uh, like they've been graded in, in an exam, and uh, I think um, uh, what was what was a goalkeeper, Paul Jones? Like like top trump. So we are we talking yeah, top yeah, trump? Yeah. Now we... Luongo got himself a B or a, a B minus. I couldn't remember. I think. All oh, right. Okay. Um, scored against Wigan. Do you think he'll figure against Cardiff? I, I thought he played all right. I don't think he's setting the world alight, but I think you know there's one man that's coming back that I think a lot of people are going to have to make way for, and eventually. You know, someone is going to have to be the person that loses the place, I think. Um, whether or not he starts, I don't know. Um, but Luongo, for me, I've, I've, nobody has particularly blown my mind, but I think that's because of Julian Werner. I think nobody can blow my mind now because I just think, well, he costs less than a Freddo and he's possibly one of our best signings as far as I can remember. Um, so for me, yeah, he might. He might do all right. He might play. Um, he's got, I don't know what it is, but sometimes I do see a Marco Matthias flash, flash about him. And I don't know what it is. 
I don't know if it's just the way he runs or something. I think he's obviously a lot better, but sometimes I just see that and I think, uh, is that what we're back to? But he, he played fine against Wigan, you know, and obviously got that goal. And yeah, no one should lose the place automatically. But I do think that Gary Monk will want to make some changes when it gets a bit cheeky again. It's uh, it's interesting, isn't it, Ash? The um, you know, we've got we've got Nando coming back. He's been out for six games. He's played he's played a bit of competitive football with um, with the under twenty threes. I think it was uh, earlier in the week. Now, do you reckon he's going to drop straight in, or do you reckon we'll rest him? Do you reckon Gary Monk even fancies him? You know, does he? Is he? We, we, they. You know, he's not played under him yet. I mean, how do, how do you think it's going to fare? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. I, I know, like, he, yeah, he's, he uh, he scored for the under-23s last, uh, last weekend, was it? Or the other night, I think it was. Um, and, yeah, he's been out. And I think, for me personally, I think we are living off Nando from two, three years ago. You know, when he was at a purple patch scoring. And mm. he's got that in him. And I think... One thing or another, the the, the last manager, um, and it's just not it's just not worked for him for whatever reason. I don't know if it's loss of form. He's had the odd game. He's, he's obviously been banned. He's coming back. So I think for Monk, it's a, it's a clean sl- slate for him. I think now this season, um, he obviously didn't play even when he wasn't banned for the first few matches. So I think I think Monk's probably had a really really good look at him and how he'd want to use him. Um, in in the team that he's, he's going to be announcing, so I don't I don't think he'll come straight in on in Cardiff, uh, but he will. He'll be on the bench, and he probably will come on after seventy two, seventy three minutes, something like that. Um, and for me, I'm I'm a big big Forestieri fan. I know he's even he's got his uh, the usual uh, people moaning and effing and jeffing about him, but yeah, I think I think he's got a big part to play. Uh, always do. I think he's got that touch of um, touch of magic, and you know, obviously, the Norwich goal last season, something like that. That I don't think many Wednesday players have got. Just a little bit of Simon Cowell-esque X Factor um, mm. type of thing about him. And I think there's always the possibility he's going to pull something out of the bag. So um, I think he's got a big future. I think with Monk. I- it just depends how he's going to play, isn't it? You know, you know how we how we have in the last few games. Um, it's a quandary, it, yeah, isn't it? because he's going to have it, a few changes to make, isn't he, Ash? In regards to Hutch, is Hutch going to come back in for Pelopesi? What happens with uh, Luongo? Is Tom Lee's fit? Because there was talk about him being fit after the international break. So that's does that affect the back yeah. four? I mean, if he's fit, would you bring him <laughs> in? It, it it does oh, immensely, but I've been. I know uh, Iorfa said when he first signed, he wasn't a right back. He, his preferred position was centre back, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah!" In his first couple of matches, he, he um, marauded down the right when he played right back. But I've been quite happy with him at mm. centre back. Thought he's put a, a cut him and uh, Burner have a good understanding. Mm. Uh, so I think I think that. I think that's a good question for obviously Lees is the club captain, um, so he would probably on that basis he will, he will come straight back in. But it's no disrespect to Arthur. I think he's he acquitted himself fantastically well with what he's been given to do, and he's done it. Him and Burner have, have really good. I really really like a lot Longo. 
I really do. I've seen him a few times like with Pelly Pessi in uh, in the Rotherham Cup game away. I thought they. I know it, it wasn't the best game, but in the middle, them two, I thought they were really good. Um, I, I am quite impressed with him. Uh, I just think he needs four or five games of starting, finishing, uh, to actually give him a good good stint to see what he can do and how he is. Because the one game playing and then not playing and then probably a substitute appearance for 15 minutes, you're not going to tell, are you? I'm, sh- I'm no. sure Monk is the same. Mm. We all know what we get with Bannon. We all know what we get with Hutchinson, yellow cards. Um <laughs> Uh, and and ba- four minutes, four minutes injury time. Yeah, uh, basic. We we know what we will get, we, but we, I don't think we know Longo at the minute. So I don't think we do. I, I think I think you're right, Ash. I think, but then but then you you touched on an interesting point there. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Simon? Like Odebarja was not set the world alight for the Wendy. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not exactly been out, outstanding, has he? I mean. Do you reckon we'll be looking at chucking him out on the right-hand side, I offer? I've had questions on Odebaggio since the very start, and we've discussed it ad infinitum on here, haven't we, about his positional sense. And somebody mm. made a comment about the number of goals that have been scored on that wing with him drifting in very deep. Um, I'd like to see I offer on that on that wing um, to give us some pace out of that, which we saw last season. I'd like to see Tom Lees in the back back four. I thought Tom Lees looked well against Burner uh, up until his injury. Um, I'd like to see uh, Luongo stay in the side. Um, it's the yeah, the Fezzi question is a question, isn't it? You know, you, do you bring him in as an, an impact player, or does Monk see him as that little talismanic player? Bear in mind, he 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 draws players away from other players, doesn't he? Because we're going to have Harris, we're going to have Fletcher. We're going to have Forestieri. We're going to have Reach. All players, if you've noticed now, Harris draws two players onto mark him. Fletcher does the same. Forestieri mm-hmm. does the same. And Adam Reach does because they don't want to get that ball onto that. Lane. When he's on that on that right wing and he gets the ball on his left foot, that's pretty much that position where he scored the world his last season. If you watch now, there's yeah. always a player that drops in to stop him from putting that ball onto his left foot. So he, he, he doesn't have that chance to score now like he did last season. So if all those players are drawing two men off it, it, it creates more and more room for our guys while we're attacking and and yeah. I, it, 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 but where do we play him where do we play Forestieri you know where is he going to sit is he going to sit behind Fletcher you know I mean he's the first man on your team sheet isn't he Fletcher and Berno they're the first two you'd write on your team sheet at the moment um so I, I, I think the quandary is for me it's simple at the back if Tom Lees is fit he comes back in you put I offer onto the right it's it's playing Fezzi. I'd like to see him being played from the start, get his confidence up. Um, and then if it's not working, Atty can come on, Winnell can come on, you know, and, and go from there. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. So what so what about it, Vic? How do you think we're going to fare in, uh, in South Wales tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow? Uh, sorry, Friday. Tomorrow? God, I thought, oh, God, is it Thursday tonight? Yes. Shit, I best change my train ticket. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a Thursday. Every Thursday. No, that's a Thursday. Back on a Tuesday. Back on a Tuesday. Not every Thursday. Um, Right. Well, I've not really, I've not looked at them in terms of like league table because obviously we're not allowed to before Christmas. Um, 
But I, <laughs> I don't know. It's. I think there's a number of things going our way, as in our form. We're still on the new manager bounce. Fessy might come back. We've got Stephen Fletcher and Julian Berner, which is just, that's always in our favour. But then you think mm-hmm. we're on Sky. It's a Friday night on Sky. It's Warnock. Yeah. There's there's so many things that it's just not a normal game, is it? Mm. I mean, it never is, but it, no. it really isn't this no. week. It does just feel a bit like it could be an absolute thumping or it could be a very, very mediocre one-all. Or it could be the fact that yeah. like, we're screaming Stephen Fletcher's name from the rooftops again. I just I can't call it at all. That was such a Steve Claridge answer, wasn't it? We might win, we might draw, <laughs> we might lose. Who we knows? Might not. Join in now for my top tip. A... <laughs> We've got such a record of drawing, haven't we, with uh, with any side that Neil Warnock seems to be in charge of. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be... Well, it's just going to be a Friday night game, isn't it? Where you're going to get all the um, the armchair supporters on the uh, on on Sky. Twitter's horrible when we're on telly, isn't it? it it's one of them where, where you go, oh god, yeah, like, oh, oh, this is you know, and, the, and the, the people that are there don't know what's been said, and then they just jump on half a room, and it's bloody awful. But um, but then we go from Friday into into next week. Now, I'll I'll be honest, Simon. I know absolutely sod all about Stoke and how they're faring this year. I mean, you know, James Banders a couple of years ago from looking at the league table uh, until Christmas. I'll not lie. I had a cheeky look the other week when we won. Like, I thought, yeah, we're in good form. Like, you know what I mean? I should, you know, I've got, I've got photos of the telly and screen grabs of Sky Sports from, um, from the first <laughs> couple of games of the season. But, you know, what, what about Stoke? I mean, is this a game we should be winning? Look, I, 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 like, I don't look at the table in regards to positions, but the BBC website's quite good. You, book, you, you click on the team, it tells you the last results and it also tells you how they fared in the last game. Now, Stoke are propping up the league. They've won one uh, and they've lost eight, drawn two, and they've conceded 22 goals. Um, the last game they won was Swansea, um, which was the last game oh, they tried. Right. Yeah, of course yeah, they are. They're doing absolutely bloody dreadful, aren't they? Yeah, but they, they took the, the, the manager is the guy from Luton. Um, they took him from Nathan Luton. Jones. Nathan Jones. I think he he played us in the cup, didn't he, last season? Yep. And then he went to Stoke, and then we because we drew at home, and then we played him at Stoke, I think, and beat them at Stoke or yep. vice versa. I can't remember now. Um, he got a win against Swansea, two one. They scored in the ninetieth minute. Um, looking at the play, I would say that Swansea had the better of it. Um, all the way through. They've been the whipping boys, but we've been here before, haven't we, playing teams? I remember a few years ago playing Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace hadn't won a game all season. And I think we went to Palace, they beat us, and they went up that season. <laughs> so they hadn't won a game all season, played us. I think they won nearly every game after that and then got promoted into the Premiership. Um, Stoke are a funny side, aren't they? You know, they've, they've spent many years in the in the Premiership. Um it's a horrible ground to go to. Um, luckily, they're coming to us. They're just the fans are horrible. I just, I, <laughs> the fans are. I'd like to say we're going to beat them. They are. I've always they had are. a nice time at Stoke. They are. It is an all-encompassing state. It's 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 all link. Oh, I remember a few years ago. Was it uh, uh, Luggy's first game back in the Championship after he got promoted after Cardiff, and they kept us in at the end. 
and then they let us out and oh, trying to walk back to the car we're having bricks thrown at us it was lovely it was a great day out i enjoyed every minute of it there's that car park um, at stoke isn't there that car park is the most horrendous car park in the world yes just outside the yes. ground surrounded by metal fences yes. and once you're in you're in it's like that one yes. at Ipswich. that's it it's it's yeah. proper kettling and they kept us in there and we went and all the coaches parking there yeah. and we had we'd driven down and we parked on some industrial estate down the road me and my ex and we walked out and they were just stood there waiting for us and it didn't matter if you're a male or female you were having it you know you were getting bricked you were getting and i've hated the bloody place since and i keep going every time we every time we play them i go <laughs> i don't know why um the fans it's tuesday are night they're just horrible yeah the fans are horrible they hate each other as well don't they um Port Vale and Stoke, they absolutely hate What a them. crap derby <laughs> that is. That's even worse than Crystal Palace <laughs> and Brighton. Do you know what I mean? Oh, lads, look out for the big derbies in a year. You've got Wednesday United. Arsenal you've got, Spurs, you know, you've got Manchester, Manchester City and Manchester. Port Vale, Stoke. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but hold the phone, kids. Stoke and Port Vale are kicking off. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's almost as tasty as Plymouth versus Exeter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but did you, did, did you, uh, oh, the, I think you played each other something like two seasons ago, and I think at Port Vale, and... Uh, the, the uh, dressing rooms were absolutely trashed after. They uh, they absolutely kicked yes. every door off the yeah. stall, ripped every toilet out. Absolutely, it was like a bonsai. Ash, and, you, uh, you and I used you and I used to do that to Wickersley Comp when we played them at rugby back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just part for the course, isn't it? So you're saying it's like Dinnington? Yeah, yeah, it's Dinnington Wickersley. Wickersley of the Derby world. Well, that yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely not that. <laughs> One, we were fourteen, and they were these are all grown ass blokes. Like, but <laughs> a bit different, right? I but, tell you yeah. what, listen, go on, Stoke at the bottom of the league, yeah, they're rubbish. We should beat them. There's not much we can talk about there, to be honest. Is they've there? not so, got Glenn Wheeler anymore, have they? As well, yeah, I got so Glenn Wheeler. Just got, even yeah, more irrelevant now. I ain't got a soft spot for them anymore. It's a Tuesday night. It'll probably be pissing it down. Um, it'd be a bugger to drive home from work to drive back again. Oh, I hate Tuesday night football. Um, I'm getting <laughs> I'm moaning tonight, aren't I? I was 49 a week ago. I'm, I'm, I'm in my last year in my 40s. I'm starting to become a great, miserable old git. Uh, <laughs> Dan's been like that 20 years. Um, it'll probably yep. be it. Yep. <laughs> And apparently, allegedly, he's not 40 yet. Oh, don't mention um, that to him. Bloody hell. Yeah, I've, I've still not got over being 30. Don't, you know, <laughs> turning 40 can get in the bin. Um, right, yes. So, what are we on? <laughs> right. Stoke, we can bin that off. That's boring. I'm bored of Stoke. They're a boring team. They come to note. They're going to they're gonna absolutely... They, they shouldn't cause as much of an issue. Uh, they're down at the bottom. I'm going to segue here. They're down at the bottom of the league with our, uh, with our toothless simpleton neighbours in Barnsley. And uh, they're also in the relegation zone currently with Reading. Now, Reading, I found this story really funny. So they appointed a guy after sacking their manager. They appointed a guy to um, to find a new manager, a director of football. Like, hey, listen, you know football guys. You know, they've got tie owners like we have. I don't know if you've ever seen the blue and white, we support the Royals song that they um, that they brought out. Oh, in that was wonderful. Blue and I white. Love that. Blue. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And at the it's time, incredible. Yeah. 
Isn't he good mates with Declan as well? I think he's yeah. good mates with yes, uh, they're, they're like, they're like guy kin, they're brothers. And um, right, 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 good mate who ripped yeah. his mate off for seven million for Zhao. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mate. That's like good when you mate. sell your mate a stick at school for two quid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, Vic, tell me about this settee. Listen, so we've got, <laughs> we've got, um, so the guy that they got in charge to to find a new manager for them, you know, he got all these CVs, he's interviewing people, and then at the end of it, he picked himself. He just went, yeah, yo, this, you know, you're all, you're all rubbish. I'm bored of you all. I'm just going to pick myself. And I found that really funny. I don't know if I saw you else. tweet that. I didn't know the context to it. I didn't, I didn't yeah. bother to look it up. But no, yeah, I you thought that's brilliant. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's just, like when you it, get to recruit your own boss, isn't it? And you like you interview <laughs> and you pick the softest, the softest yeah. one, and then you say, "Oh, I've picked them because they're really going to push me professionally." You think, yeah. "No, they're not. They're going to have a migraine every other Thursday. They're not going to come in." I can have a nice lazy day. <laughs> it reminds me of yeah, Kevin Spacey's character in the first ten minutes of Horrible Bosses. Doesn't he do that? Does he not do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, but he, he has learnt from the best, hasn't he? You, you've got to stack his CV up. He, he was Mark Hughes' assistant. So uh, they, he, he's going to go far, isn't he? Oh, yeah. You know, Mark, Mark Hughes, especially down here where I live, Mark Hughes is, um, you know... God. God down here, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's up there with the tits. <laughs> right then. So uh, that, there's a little, little story for you. Now, another humorous story that I've got here. I find it humorous, but I'm a little bit... Um, I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it now. Ash, do you remember two thousand and I think I want to say eleven, twelve? We had a striker from. Well, if anybody asked, we said he was from Barcelona. We, we you know, we'd signed a striker from Barcelona, but he was playing for Barcelona B, uh, and yeah, apparently, uh, and then we sc- he scored on his debut, didn't he? We're talking about Rodri. And uh, he's gone. His I think it was you, Simon, that offered this story. It wasn't it? So, so, Simon, tell us, tell us about this one. So, what, what's going off with Rodri? The rumor mill is that he's signing for Bristol City, and he'll actually be playing this weekend. Which I thought. So I thought, well, who's he been playing for then? Because he did sort of disappear out, out of trace, didn't he? After he left us, um, I think um, Dave Jones signed him. Uh, after we just went up and, and it was very much, um, oh, wow, he's come from Barcelona and it didn't really matter if he was Barcelona reserves, did it? You know, as, as far as we cared, he'd played in, 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 in Barcelona's ground and he, he was busy mates with uh, Lionel Messi. Um, and he was one name, Rodri, you know, it's, oh, that's amazing. Um, like you say, he did score. Uh, well, it's the, well, it's do the you think, you know, do you think one day we'll have a fat open. Rodri? <laughs> Do you think everyone will refer to Fat Rodri yeah. and you, Rodri? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, so I had a look where he's come from. He's out of contract and he's been playing in the third division in Spain and he scored 11 goals in 39. Third division in Spain. Um, yeah, okay. Um, who's who's in, in the third the, division in Spain, the... out of interest? Is it like Menorca? So all those places that they're playing with, I feel like I've said this about four times now, all these places that we've got to, <laughs> those places you go to when you're on a cheap holiday on Alpha Rooms, you know, like Calamilor and Calabona and uh, 
kind of fishy on the floor or Lorette Dermar. You know what I mean? You know those crap places that you used to go to as a kid? Um, in fact, actually, just when we were offline, Vic was telling us about uh, when, what was it, Vic? Your, your dad used to just run off to football games, did he? Oh, my dad always does it. He tried to do it in uh, Florida this year. He saw a guy in a Miami shirt and he, he tried to ask how he got a ticket to go and see Miami or whatever it was. And uh, <laughs> Or Florida or whoever. I don't really know. I think he was just looking for Luke Bowden. Um, and this guy was like, I've got no idea. So he tried on the internet and whatever else and he couldn't get a ticket. So he got right face on. But it's also, it reminds <laughs> me of the time my dad goes to watch Sheffield FC, right? Like whenever Wednesday on at home, we'll go and watch Sheffield FC. And once David Graham played for them and he was buzzing. So I can imagine his <laughs> excitement at watching Callum Millor FC and seeing Rodri. So yeah, one for uh, yeah. I, I like crap football. And uh, I dragged Ash to uh, Chamois Nortes and his, yeah, you and your boy, didn't we? We dragged you over there just so I could buy some tap. That was, uh, yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it, Ash? That was fun. <laughs> that, <laughs> right, that, 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 that was awful. It was awful. It was lower than National League football. And it was supposed to be a League League Two, was it? French League Two? League Two, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the only positive from the whole experience was being able to drink on the stands. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. great fun. Which, I've watched that's the thing. Yeah. I can't think of the worst sort of random away game I've been to. I remember me and my mum once went to a spa in Blackburn and it was when my ex was uh, playing for Workshop at the time and he's now the manager, bless him, um, and they were playing at Fleetwood. So we went to Fleetwood away for Workshop Town. But I can't think Fleetwood of a random Fleetwood a good day out, isn't it? That's up at Blackpool yeah, there. That's a good weekend. It, yeah, but it were it was, this is like 12 years ago. It was like in a car park. It was nothing. And then <laughs> Before I've, I've once been to watch Scarborough FC as well, just randomly on a day out in Scarborough. We saw they were at home. We were like, hey, let's go watch Scarborough. Oh, well, you get treated well, to all well, the Warnock was Scarborough manager at one point, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, we're talking about, oh, yeah, talking about, yeah, yeah, they were, and it, it was the McCain Stadium. I think it's a housing estate now. Yes, as I, if you didn't know, Vic. That's yeah. why you went. He left his eyebrows in Scarborough on the east coast. They were they were they were plucked off by a seagull while I was eating <laughs> chips on the front. Come on, big dipper, and they blew them off. Right, anyway, let's get back to football. He said, "Crap football, Larry, come on." Right. right, I've got a couple of things just to go through. So, uh, international break. Now, for the first time in the history of Liam Palmer's international career, he finally got himself a clean sheet against the might of uh, San Marino. So, uh, well done, Liam Palmer. Congratulations. Don't be a knob. You're no, a do you know what? Actually, hey, listen, He's been listen. outstanding this season, and his regular, wife has regular. blocked you for a reason. Yep, that's right. I've been blocked by Liam Palmer's wife. Uh, well, I found out today uh, because I keep making reference to the fact that he has the face of an old man. But the um, but Liam has had a bit of a shit time with Scotland because they they're having a crap time of it. You know what I mean? So, um, but they always uh, they, have been. Well, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> but like you know, they um, it, it's nice that Liam's got himself on the winning team, and and you know he had a very good game, and six nil against San Marino is is an okay scoreline. I know it's only San Marino, mm. but you know what I mean? If, if you only beat San Marino 3-0, you've not played very well. You know what I mean? And in the other one, Vic... I've been to Mansfield Town when we've lost 4-0, so that's nothing. <laughs> but Don't talk about Mansfield Town. I hate that place. Yeah, we're done, I think we're done with them dirty stags, aren't we? Uh, you know, there's, there's no worse yeah. than a big stag, but that means somewhere else where I'm Go from. on then, bring on the big news. <laughs> 
The big news. Bring on the big news. Big news. Oh. Go on, Big Ash. news. I was going to say that it, it did fare better than, uh, was it something like 1993 when England played San Marino? Yep. And they conceded within, what was it, 13 20 seconds, seconds or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. So, so you've, got to, you've got to look at that as a win-win, aren't you? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That was on uh, Danny was, Baker's uh, goals and gaff, wasn't it? <laughs> eight, actually, it was 8.3 seconds. Yeah. I remember we sat down to watch it because it, we had to yeah. we had to beat them by about seven clear goals, didn't we? And Holland to lose yeah. points, and Ronald Koeman single-handedly cheated us out of the qualifying for the World Cup. Any road, any road, big news, big international news of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. The man, the myth, the legend, Vic, one of your favourite men. Yes, Atty knew you redirected a shot off his ass, and Kosovo won one nil. <laughs> It was funny. It was funny because the guy who shot it, it it come off his heel, I think. (laughs) But you three are all having a good chuckle. I bet every single one of you, and I dare you to deny this, I bet every single one of you celebrated when Steve McLean scored off his arse at Chesterfield away. At Chesterfield. He got booked for showing his arse as well, didn't he, he afterwards? He did. So I bet you all celebrated that. But yet with Atty, it's a joke, isn't it? No, it's not a joke. No, no, no. no, no. Double standards. I have to say, I'm the president of the I'm in love with Atty New Who fan club. Really? Uh, That's a rival to my fan club. I am. uh, (laughs) Rival fan uh, clubs. I'm I'm a massive. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a massive Atty fan, I've got to say. I, uh, yeah, I just love everything about him. What? I love how shit he is. He's <laughs> not. Absolutely. He's not shit. But it's an endearing love. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, like when you go to the um, animal sanctuary and you see like the, a dog that obviously been there far too long, everyone walks past. And you just look at him and think, oh, look, you're scruffy. You've got three legs. And one then it eye. wins Crufts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've just got the name for the episode. It's going to be Atinuru wins Crufts. And then he scores off his ass. <laughs> but no, I, I do. I, th- I think he's brilliant. I really do. I, I, tell I just you love what, how the, he's just, you look at him and you think. It was the hypocrisy. The absolute hypocrisy yeah. of Sheffield Wednesday fans on Twitter last night. And I just, I try now, if it's football related, I don't get involved. I just do ironing, make cups of tea, whatever I'm meant to do. <laughs> so I just don't reply to people. But the amount of people saying it doesn't count because he's scored off his arse and typical oh. after it's hit his so arse. They, they, they didn't accredit him with the goal. They didn't accredit him with the goal. Well, the funny, the, 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 the funny thing was, the ball, it was a cracking shot and it come off him. And Atty turned and peeled away to the crowd yes. celebrating. And the other lad who'd actually hit it against Atty celebrated. Yeah. And all the players went to the lad who'd hit it against Atty and nobody Atty's went near Atty. Atty's just having his little party in the and corner. And Atty turned around and went, uh, yeah, he stood there and he's like that looking and he's going, oh, bollocks. And, and then he went up and sort of patted him up back and went, you do know it came off me, don't you? And all of us going, yeah, you're, you're not, not having that, that one, man. Worth a try. <laughs> But then you look at that at Hillsborough and we've talked about it before with like what a character he must be to the squad and Gary Monk's already mentioned him. Anyone scores at Hillsborough, if Atty's warming up, he's the first person they run to, isn't he? There's got to be yeah, something yeah. about that guy. He is holding something together in that dressing room. And like he's when got we all their Instagram accounts. If you see the Instagram accounts, the players, 
you can see how, how everyone loves him in, in the group. Yeah, that they they either laughing at him or laughing with him, or yeah. or that it's just he just seems to be quite central to quite a lot of Insta yeah. stories and things. Do you know what I mean? And that, I like that. And and I think every club, some everywhere, has got one player that yes, he's not the best player. He probably gets shit from the fans every week. But in the dressing room, he he might be the first player on the night out list rather than the team sheet type of thing. Do you know I don't what I mean? think Atty like, would. The the devo- the devotion to Islam probably makes him a bit of a bore on the night out. Um, <laughs> you don't have to drink. The fact that you don't have to drink drink, he doesn't out. go out, does he? he? He wears a vest because he wants to keep his modesty. He's very, very, very much. I think there's, the more I see about him and the more you put together... He seems like he's nah. just a very quiet person outside of that but dressing room. But he still room. likes he a game of cricket in the changing room, happily. like you know what I mean. I tell you what, listen, listen, yeah. 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 Tell, he does. Until yeah. he goes, to, at least he goes to Benidorm on a stag, and he's <laughs> and he's doing shots at a stripper's nasal. Yeah, nasal. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going with this? I'll, I'll take him to nasal. Benidorm. Listen. <laughs> Vic, I'm going to tell you a story. Actually, you're going to you're going to love this. I've got to do a big shout out here on this uh, on this on this program. Um, a few years ago, uh, as, as you know, Raider Johnson signed for Eastleigh FC, which is just up the road from from where I live. And um, oh, do you know him? Clang. Uh, not is just that yet. Name drop? <laughs> and so um, yeah, I'll get I'll get I'll get to one Ash, and then we um, we. we I, I put on Twitter. I said, "Listen, I'm going to go and watch Eastleigh tonight. Is there any Wednesday fans want to come?" And uh, a guy, a guy on Twitter called Stokey, um, he went, "Yeah, I'll come down." He came down from Basingstoke. It's only about half an hour away. And while we were there, you know, sat chatting away, you know, meeting up with randomers from the internet. You know what I mean? And while we we're chatting away, we ran into Raider Johnson and met him. And I was like, you know, I had a big uh, growth coming out of my cheek. I'd, I'd got like an abscess in my thing. I looked like a like I got mumps or something. You know what I mean? But um, I remember your face yeah, yeah. thing. It was, was weird. weird, and um. Yeah, and yeah. So Stokey's met Raider Johnson. He's he's absolutely buzzing. He's he's over he's over the moon. And every now and again, he te- he gets drunk and texts me. He just texts me these big long thirty you know thirty paragraph diatribes about how his dad don't rate Barry Bannon. Honestly, they're actually really insightful. Some of them. He's actually quite concise when he's pissed. When he's sober, he just sends me you know filthy memes. But what he did last week when England played uh, when England played Kosovo, he got pissed and bought himself a Kosovan football shirt with Atty New number seventeen on the back, which I thought was like that is a really good piss purchase. That right, you know. So big shout out Stokey, fly, you know, flying the Atty New U flag, and you know. It, 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 well, I hate to break it to you, but Eddie's birthday, I think it was, or no, I think it was wedding anniversary about a year and yeah. a half ago. Eddie's wife <laughs> bought him a new <laughs> shirt. He wears it occasionally to the match. Brilliant. I'd have, I'd have ma- <laughs> mitre tattooed like, on the ass of the shorts or something fortune. like that. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> right then. So we're going to get to oh. that weird part of the uh, weird part of the evening. Vic. Do you have any other business? Lads, do you have any other business? Do you have anything you'd like to add in this world of football where bugger alls happen? I have a little thing just to mention. Um, I don't know if it's been mentioned before. I know I've mentioned it the last couple of seasons. Um, But Shea O'Grady is doing his triathlon again. Uh, where he is... Shea O'Grady oh, is a made-up name. That, I don't that know sounds like two from... kids who've worn a big, a, a big trench coat <laughs> and walked in an Irish bar to try and get served. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, have you got any ID? 
My name is Shay O'Grady, <laughs> and I'm from Ireland or something or nothing. <laughs> no, he's not. It's two he's Irish so words just and smashed together. And his cousin is in Blue just... Bell Wood. <laughs> <laughs> right, you are yeah. called Dan Fudge. You I, can uh, judge yeah, nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. on their name. Right. So Shay is, gosh, I don't even think he's 10 yet. He's, he's a lovely little lad. Um, and he is doing a triathlon basically between, I think it's either Hillsborough or Bramall Lane. If Hillsborough and Bramall Lane or Hillsborough yeah. and Rotherham. Um, and he's raising money for Bluebell Wood and he's trying to raise a thousand pounds, I think it is, because his cousin's in there and his cousin is like the love of his life. He absolutely adores her. He does everything with her. So. Um, if you look him up on Instagram, on Twitter, Shay's Triathlon, I think it comes up as. Um, and if you can't find it, please let me know and I will find a link. But good luck to Shay. He's doing so, so well. I've donated. If he can donate, even a fiver, it makes such a difference to him. And he's, he, oh, he's Excellent just a cute little Of course, we'll get behind that. And uh, Vic, if you've got a link, we'll... Uh... We'll tweet it from the TWW cast account on Twitter. Does anybody else have any other business? Someone else to talk about? Oh, I, I have uh, a little bit. Show me a little bit. Uh, I may. Uh, All right, just, then. Just, then. Let's have a look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, uh, if obviously over, I think it was uh, yesterday, um, it was announced the pricing for right. the Blackburn away tickets. Now, obviously, I, I do try and get to as many away games as possible these days. I love looking at lovely <laughs> towns like Blackburn and Middlesbrough and Uddersfield. Um, but, yeah, the pricing structure, and I, know, and I know it's been going on for a couple of years now at Hillsborough, the ridiculous amount that we, Chance Series or whoever makes the decisions, charges um, the away fans to look at our beautiful faces. Um but it's like 40 quid for an adult. And then I'm starting at under, I think it's under mm-hmm. 12, 11 quid. So you're talking 51, 51 pounds for me and my mm-hmm. lad to go to Blackburn. And I think, I think it's getting, it's getting a bit silly that, to be honest for me, I'll, yeah. I'll, of course I'll yeah. pay it because I always do, but that's not a thing. And I, and I know that I think it was last season we yep. charged them 39 pound an adult. Yeah. So it's a bit tit for tat. So I'm a big thing for 20 is plenty type thing. Um, but, yeah, I just want to just say, it's like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on away prices, <clears throat> home prices as well? Because some of the matches um, are ridiculous think, as well for general t- tickets. Like, last year, Ash, there was an interview with the, uh, the Leeds chairman. And, um, and he was saying, because of the lack of investment in the championship, you know, in the Premier League, you can charge 20 quid because there's so much other revenue coming in from different, you know, different areas, like TV rights and, you know, Saudi Arabia and all the rest of it. And, you know, and there's more people to come and watch. And that's why I didn't get 20 is is plenty. But in order to balance the books in the championship, unless you've got parachute payments, it's very difficult to, um, to, you know, make, make, make the numbers match. And, uh, and Blackburn, uh, as you said, Ash, has just absolutely just come out with top, top, shit housing do you know what i mean like i am really behind this level of petty nonsense so um <laughs> like like you said Ash, you know we charge them 39 quid um leads charge them 39 quid so they've added a pound and so they you know like we've got our pricing tier a b c d you know what i mean they've got uh dcba sheffield wednesday and leeds that we, we've got our own tier 
yeah. <laughs> on the Blackburn yeah. pricing policy. Mm. But yeah, because they know they know they know we're gonna. They yeah, know and gonna we, we will out. sell it they out know, as well. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or uh, which is which is which is great. We we have we've got a great following support. But uh, I think just going back to what you said about the Premiership, Dan. I think I, I saw something a couple of years ago that uh, nine, 19 out of the twenty teams in the Premiership. Um, could still make a profit if they had zero attendance for the yeah. season. Man City could um, play to closed doors. Man City could play to yeah. closed doors and still make a profit. Wow. Um, yeah, the, think- we discussed this um, a couple of podcasts ago, you know, about the sale of the ground and the EFL investigating mm. it. You know, it, it, it's we, we're in a the, the championship, I'll say it again, is broken in regards to, you know, we're paying. Can you imagine when we were in the pre- uh, championship before the Carlos days? You look at the players we were signing and look at the players we're signing now. All right, a lot of the new ones are on free, but you look at the money we paid for Jordan Rose, Adam Reach, you know, two two million pounds, eight million pounds in the championship. You know, and then I think it was so many years since uh, Benito Carboni signed for us. That was up up on mm-hmm. Twitter yesterday. We paid three million pounds for Benito mm-hmm. Carboni. Three million pounds. You know, it, it, to, to, to compete... You've either got to pay a fortune, got to pay a fortune, or you've got to or try and Julian pick... Burner. <laughs> yes, or, or try and find a, a nice little, you know, freebie here that, you know, that's all down to scouting there. I mean, it would have been free, but I bet, bet it's cost us some money to find that player. You know, there would have been it people have going done. to watch him. Yeah. You know, I uh, think whereas... the whole point with all, all of these cost things is it's the price of football. Mm. It's exactly yeah. what you've just said. It's the fact that, you know, Man City, don't have to sell a ticket and they'll still make a profit. We have to sell our ground and sponsorship and bloody advertising boards and whatever at 500% inflated prices at least to even break, uh, to even come near to like breaking even. Um, And, you know, that that's a scary, scary thought, but until something's done about it, it's always going to happen. And then you're going to see more and more berries and Boltons, all sort of like hanging on by a thread in the football league. Look at Chesterfield. You know, I remember mm. going to Chesterfield away and there being ten thousand people there or eight thousand people. We're not even, you know, that they've now got kids who are working in Tesco next door and then running to training. It's just ridiculous. And but the fact is, we've got to pay it because we want to go away. Um, I'm I'm at the point now this season. I can't I can't afford it. I, I've got a mortgage to pay on my own. I've got bills to pay on my own. Um, and I'm, you know, I'll get a text from the lads occasionally and they'll say, oh, we've got a spare ticket and ID points for so-and-so. Do you want to go? Yes, of course I do. But the majority of the time I have to miss it because I, I just cannot afford, because there's not any ticket, there's your train fare or your petrol, so you're talking at least another 50 yeah. quid on top. Yeah. Then you're talking your, your drinks at the ground. Then you're talking your programme that's now three quid when you used to pay a pound for it. Then you're talking your lunch. Then, you know, there's all these things that add up on top. And even if you go on a sober away day and you don't have a drink, you're still talking 100 quid to go on away days. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and sadly, the, there's no end in sight with it. It's just it's just what it is at the moment. And we can all moan about it, but we all still subscribe to Sky Sports and we all still buy a shirt every season. And we all still, you know, that's that's it. Um, even mentioning Messi's name tonight, we'll probably get <laughs> some sort of invoice for royalties. So it's just the way <laughs> football is at the moment. It's absolutely dog shit. It, it is, and I, I don't, 
I mean, if you look at like round Europe, and I think it's um, I think it's Borussia Dortmund. I think 110 euros for a season ticket. But then if you look at the German division to the championship, the attendances is I think championship just above them in average average attendances. Um, so it's like how how do we how do we get away from that? Because yeah, we all pay our however five six seven hundred pound for a season ticket. But then if you do want, and the club wants the away following, but you're already paying through the nose for a season ticket compared to other clubs around the world, but then you still they're still asking you to pay, well, Sheffield Wednesday aren't, but in a way they are because the way they charge the away teams, they're just going to reciprocate that, aren't they? So if there is sort well, that's, of... That's uh, exactly it, isn't it? It's tit for tat. Yeah. And if there was a... 20 is plenty or 25 quid or do you know like that that is a rubber stamp for everybody then you're gonna win yes you're not gonna make the revenue on the away season tickets but surely you're gonna get more people in you're gonna get more do do you know what i mean it just seems a lot to ask and then they still want the away following or don't they want the away following I, i don't know but sheffield wednesday i've got a real what I what I feel a real yeah. a way following that doesn't matter where it is you're going to sell ninety mm, percent or hundred percent out anyway. I think we've we've got it's, to take it on the chin, haven't we? We've we you know yeah. we've taken the piss for the last couple of years mm-hmm. with the way prices for everybody, and and we've kind of we've laughed about it. We've said oh you know it's all funding the tuna books yeah. and whatever, and now it's coming back to bite us on the arse because we kind of I I genuinely believe the reasoning behind that was that. Dave Franchancieri thought that that would get us to the Premier League. You know, the more yeah. money that was spent, it would go into FFP and whatever else. And it hasn't worked out. You know, Jordan Rhodes wouldn't take that penalty, bastard. But there's there's all these things. <laughs> yeah, I think there are other clubs that are trying to go shit or shit or bus now and not charging not charging that money. I think he's looked at it and gone, we're going shit or bus. We've got to show in our books that we've got some amount of income coming in from ticket revenue. There are other clubs that aren't doing that, but. Um, if they don't go up, they're going to really get caught out, um, and and there'll be more stadiums sold, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I I I, I sympathise with everybody, certainly people who are. I mean, I, I'm lucky. I, I've I've I could afford to buy a season ticket, and I bought a five year season ticket. But we haven't got Sky. I've had this argument with my mates. You know, they're paying ninety quid a month for Sky. We haven't got Sky. I don't watch. I don't watch any football on TV because I'd rather go and watch it live at Hillsborough. You know, and I'm not saying that everybody out there has has that ability to give up certain things to pay for season tickets. Um, But we've got to look at down that road of what do we do? The the system's broken. We've all agreed the system's broken. What can fix it? I'm sorry, I haven't got I haven't got the I haven't got the solution to that. I I think it's just going to uh, rumble. I think it's going to be one of them where uh, it's going to come to a point where there'll be a championship club folds. And Bolton just missed out on being mm. that club where they then start taking a look at the FFP rules because mm. they seem to have crippled as opposed to have level playing field, which is what they set out to do the to start with. The problem is that, that clubs come in and, and, and they all they could almost go to the wire. Then you get promoted into the premiership and everybody forgets about it. Look at Villa. Yeah. I mean, Villa, Villa mm. were, 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 if they'd not gone up that season, they were in deep shit. 
last season. And they've got three yeah, years after as well to come down. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they've gone up and they seem to be doing a, a half-decent job of it. Now they have gone up. But they were in deep, deep shit with the inland revenue. And bear in mind, the yeah. inland revenue, the EFL helped them out with the inland revenue. I never saw the fucking inland revenue, when uh, the EFL, when they were helping. You know, they never helped us out with the inland revenue. I never saw yeah. that. Um, you know, it, 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 but it's all of a sudden forgot Wolves. I mean, Wolves, Christ, if they had not gone up that yeah. season because they were proper breaking the EFL league, but they went up into the Premiership and everything's forgotten. And Wednesday, if we go up, does, De- does Chan Siri then go, right, I'm going to make it 20s plenty, it's fine for that, and we'll drop the prices because we're getting all this extra income coming in. You know, it's... No, because he won't. He won't be able to because... Us as fans will turn around and say, right, we should have Lionel Messi playing for us now. We're in the Premier League. Well, that's the that, thing, that's isn't the it? That's the kind of fan base he's going to deal yes. with. But I think yeah. as well, we've also got to take a step back and think, you know, Sheffield Wednesday fans for the last two, three years, you know, we, we've had, we've always had an arrogance about us. We've always, and I've said this too, I've got friends who are not Forest fans and they're exactly the same. We've always had this sort of sleeping giant arrogance or, you know, chip on our shoulder, we should be in the Premier League. We used to have Di Canio sort of thing about us, and mm. we do. That's And we expect that, you know, we expect to be on pub quizzes. We expect to be mentioned in commentary. We expect that. And, you know, because we once had David Hurst and whatever else. And then now it's like for the last couple of seasons, we've taken the piss when teams have only brought a 1,000 fans because it was 50 quid a ticket. And we've sat there going, oh, well, you're obviously you're not good fans. You've not You've not filled out the stand. But now it's going to be us, and shit, shit happens. Yeah. It's going to come back to bite us on the arse. And but at the same time, that's what Dave Fontan's theory had to do to get us to where we are now. And I fully respect that. It was awful, and it was shit for op- opposition teams because nobody wants to stop an opposition fan from watching their team. You know, we we all do the same thing every Saturday. It's you know, it's in our blood, no matter what team it is. And we've all had a good laugh at it, but now it's it's come back to back, bite us on the arse. I think uh, I think we're going to have to stick a pin in this. We're going to have to put it into Gary Hooper's box until the next international break, and just see if there's any, <laughs> any so smooth. Yeah, I know it was, wasn't it? If there's any movement on it, but like, right, listen, thanks a lot for joining us this evening. Uh, there's been a fair bit of banter tonight to say we had so all to talk about. That was quite fun, wasn't it? Okay, so Vic, you're on Twitter, yes. Uh, yeah, but I'd rather you didn't follow me, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, Ash, what about you, Sen? Yeah, same here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right so I'm just, I'm just, I, I, Simon, take some adulation. Take, take some adulation from me, because I'm going to tag him in the tweet anyway. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SimonJixer1000. I'd like to hear from all you people who know anywhere um, Neil Warnock's eyebrows have gone. Yeah. Um, uh, any any sort and any sort of photographs of the ones that might have ended up on his chest, according to Vic. So um, no, maybe, I don't want to maybe, see those because I'm maybe... you. So I'll see all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag you, Vic. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks a lot for joining us. My name is Dan Fudge uh, at Dan Fudge on Twitter, or just type in the Dan Fudge Show. You know that. You know I'm all right with that. That's right, fine. All right, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TWWcast. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you real soon. I'm all right with that. That's fine. All right. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Keep up to date with the Wednesday week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk.
it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.